Welcome back to another episode on the Esthetician Hub. I am your host, Vanessa, licensed medical esthetician. And today we will be diving into the topic of how to avoid esthetician horror stories. So in today's episode, I'll be sharing some valuable tips and insights on how to avoid common pitfalls when seeking esthetician services. So first things first, let's talk about un sanitary conditions. (laughs) Now, this is a horror story that no one wants to experience, but it's all too common in the world of aesthetics. I've heard horror stories of clients and also friends receiving treatments in dirty, cluttered, or poorly lit rooms with equipment that was not properly sterilized. So the risks of receiving treatments in an unsanitary environment are absolutely serious. You could be exposed to infectious, uh, infectious, oh my god, you guys could be exposed to infections or diseases that can have long-term health consequences. So how can you avoid this type of horror story? One of the best things you can do is pay attention to your surroundings, okay? (laughs) I am someone that I genuinely don't even pay attention to my surroundings in general. Like I'll literally walk into a room or I'll walk into like a restaurant or something or I'll walk into class, I'll walk into, I don't know, we'll just walk into something, right? Like in a store or something. And I am so like visually blind sometimes. Like I literally don't acknowledge my surroundings. It's so funny, but like at the same time, it's not because I feel like I would not notice anything. Like even when I like walk into my house sometimes, like I literally don't notice anything. Like I'm 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 like a whore okay you know like those horses that they put like those blindfolds on well not blindfold but it's kind of like those I don't even know what you call those things but it's to not make the horse look in all different types of directions it's just so the horse can focus on going straight that's usually when you go like horseback riding they'll put that on the horse's eye or I don't know when I'm not a I'm not a horse professional I don't know what I'm trying to say but anyway all that say that I just feel like a horse sometimes and I (laughs) it's so funny to say because I just feel like I I just walk with my my eyes closed literally like sometimes I'll be driving and I know this is so dangerous sometimes I'll be driving and I'm like so brain dead it's so funny um But yeah, don't be brain dead like me, guys. You have to be aware of your surroundings and check if the treatment room is clean and organized. If you literally walk into the treatment room and you see a bunch of garbage laid out everywhere and you just notice that the bed has already been sat on or hasn't been sanitized or you just see that there's like stains on the floor, stains on the the counter or something, run literally run don't like I don't know what you're still doing there run like why aren't you running this can yeah you know what you're putting you're you're putting yourself in a situation where you don't want to be in so you can ask yourself the question 
Are the esthetician's hands and nails clean? Is the equipment being used sterilized or disposable? These are all important questions to ask and red flags to watch out for. Another horror story to avoid is receiving treatment from an untrained or inexperienced esthetician. Now, inexperienced, I... I want to specify on that, right? Because we've all been an inexperienced esthetician at some point in our lives, right? When we first got out of esthetician school, newly graduates. So I wouldn't necessarily be aware of inexperienced estheticians. However, you have to be careful. Is the esthetician under a board-certified doctor that is verifying what the treatments are, what treatments are being provided on you? Is there a nurse somewhere that can can make sure that can assist to make sure that the esthetician is giving the good job? Or not even a nurse or a doctor. Is there a senior esthetician or a manager somewhere? watching to see if the new esthetician is making sure that the treatment is given properly. So unfortunately, not everyone who claims to be an esthetician is properly trained or qualified. I've heard of clients who have received treatments from estheticians who were using outdated techniques or products or who simply don't know what they are doing. Um, and the risk of receiving treatments from an untrained or inexperienced like provider are clear. You can end up with a treatment that is ineffective or, or even harmful to your skin. So make sure that you are going to someone who is credited and make sure that, you know what, you don't even have to be shy to ask them for the certificate. If they are, you know, not scammy or something, because there is situations like that where people will literally just buy the equipment or for example, they have money, they will buy the laser hair removal machine, but they're actually not a trained esthetician or laser technician to even be using this machine, right? So that's the type of in 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 quotation estheticians i'm talking about there's a lot of people out there that are gonna buy the the machines buy this type of machine and then all of a sudden give off these um these services to people claiming that they are experienced in fact they are not they're not even licensed um, I remember a client who came to me for laser hair removal and she was telling me about her previous experience. And this is literally so scary, guys. Um, she was telling me her other experience at another salon with laser hair removal. It turned out that that esthetician, in quotation, by the way, who had performed the treatment was literally using outdated equipment and had not properly adjusted the settings for the client's skin type. So client literally had second degree burns on her leg. Like, I'm going to say that again, guys. Client had second degree burns on her leg. She told me she was literally rushed to the hospital because of how painful the burns was. Um, anyway, now this is those... This is those rare cases where it could have been avoided, you know, with proper training and equipment... 
it's you have to make sure especially when it comes to like laser hair removal or using a machine or using products that can that can potentially damage your skin or be harmful to your skin if not using correctly um like chemical peels as well you know you have to make sure that you are going to a certified esthetician or someone that is you know licensed to do what they're doing to give the the service or you know what even for newly graduated estheticians making sure that um they are being under the surveillance uh, under the surveillance of a master esthetician or a doctor um anyway so that that was really scary and i did see the um the scars that she had on her leg um unfortunately for her that's something that is going to stay unless you know we do we can do a couple of different treatments to reduce um the appearance of the scar however it was pretty pretty deep um but yeah that just you know what situations like that make me so sad you guys like it it, it annoys me that you know sometimes people will buy things for example the laser hair removal machine because they just have the money for it and then they go into this business thinking that okay i'm gonna make money i'm gonna make money and all they care about is the money like at the end of the day it's not about the money you know what i mean obviously making money is super important financially to be financially free is the goal of so many people in this world right Obviously, you want to be financially free. And yes, this is an industry that can allow you to become financially free and to make six figures. Um, However, if that's the only thing you care about and you don't even care about giving proper treatments or giving proper services, high quality services to your clients, it's unethical. It's completely unethical and you should not be in this business if you only care about the money. You're not going to go far like this. You know, at the end of the day, yes, money is completely important. I agree with that. But you cannot be putting other people at risk just because you like money and that's all you care about. You get what I'm trying to say? I don't know if I sound pissed off, guys, because I maybe am. Like, this kind of really affected me when she said that. I, like, borderline almost started crying. Like, ugh, anyway, whatever. So let's move on before I start getting pissed off again. (laughs) So how can you avoid these types of horror stories? Well, the best way to do it is to do your research, to do your research, Um, verify the training and qualifications of the esthetician or laser technician you chose, ask about their education and license status, licensure status, actually, and look for credentials or certificates, you know, it's also a good idea to seek recommendation from your friends or your family, you can even seek recommendations from your physician if you have one. And guys, like I mentioned this several, several times, do not be afraid to ask questions. A good esthetician will be happy to answer them and put your mind at ease. So 
A third horror story to avoid is receiving unsafe or inappropriate treatments. This can happen when an esthetician doesn't take the time to fully understand your skin type, your medical history, or allergies, or when they push you to try treatments that are just not right for you. I've heard of clients who have had allergic reactions or infections as a result of an unsafe or inappropriate treatments, and in some cases, the damage to their skin was permanent. Now, obviously, permanent damages from certain treatments um, is a stretch and you probably really went to someone who was not um, credited at all or had a licensed at all because all licensed esthetician what we learn in school the hours that we put in um, is basic knowledge and we are all capable of understanding a good client consultation we have a good understanding about the uh, products and the basic techniques and the basic um equipment that we have available for us estheticians and even laser technicians as well um so most of these like really really bad damaging or permanent um skin problems is actually because of people who are just not credited whatsoever but claim to be just because they have the machine um so to avoid these types of horror stories, it's important to be upfront also about your medical history and any allergies that you have. Um, don't like lie to us. <laughs> like it's basically like those. Okay, I've seen videos of, you know, people lying to their hairdresser about not like about dyeing their hair a certain color or whatever. And then they ended up bleaching their hair, like the, their hairdresser ended up bleaching their hair and their hair literally almost fell off because they had lied about their hair history. Um, so it's kind of like the same thing with us, guys. Like if you have um, a medical problem or any allergies, it's always, always important to be upfront about it. And yes, we will be doing consultations and normally in these consultations we will be asking you about your medical history and any allergies that you have um, but don't be afraid to ask the esthetician about like potential risks and benefits of a treatment before proceeding right because sometimes some procedures will have risks depending on who you are what your medical background is and if you're ever in doubt you can always seek the advice of um, a medical professional, a doctor. And that's usually at us as estheticians, we are trained and we know that if ever we are in doubt about a certain treatment for you, um, we will refer you immediately to a dermatologist or a medical professional to get like those like a slip to confirm that, okay, yes, this person is able to proceed with this uh, service or this procedure or whatever. So first, you have to be aware of your own skin care goals and needs. It's important to have like a realistic expectation as well and to communicate clearly with your esthetician about what you hope to achieve. Also, don't be swayed by unrealistic promises or pressure to try any treatments or products that don't align with your goals. Instead, take the time to research and understand the options that are available and make an informed decision based on your own needs and preferences. 
Also, guys, another thing is be willing to pay for quality. Um, While it's natural to want to save money on skincare treatments, it's important to remember that you get what you pay for. Cheap treatments and products may seem like a good deal, but they could end up costing you more in the long run if they're ineffective or they cause problems for your skin. It's generally better to invest in high-quality treatments and products that have been proven to be safe and effective. Now, I'm not saying that all skincare products that you're going to spend like $200 or $300 on is going to be right for you. All I'm saying is that make sure that you're using your um, intuition when it comes to this. Um, If you go to like some sketch beauty salon in the middle of nowhere and then you see that they're giving laser hair removal um, for like $10 a seance, well, I feel like you should like run the other way just because, you know, maybe it does look like a really good deal at that time but hey be careful with stuff like that because you know what situations like that and I'm always going back to this laser hair removal thing because I swear to god this has traumatized um this has been traumatizing literally um what was I gonna say yeah so um just go back to your senses and really make sure that you know you are you are using your brain for this like if if a laser costs ten dollars a seance it's probably because it doesn't work like i'm telling you guys this right now i'm not telling you you should spend like five billion dollars on laser hair removal but verify the average price of laser hair removal seances and make sure that that salon is in that price range right that's the best way of figuring out whether it's good whether it's realistic or not or whether it's it's a good quality treatment or not right um anyway so another thing that you guys have to be when be mindful of i guess is to being patient like good skincare takes time and consistent efforts so don't expect overnight results and be prepared to stick with a treatment plan for a while to see the best results if you're not seeing improvement after a reasonable amount of time don't be afraid to speak up and discuss your concerns with your esthetician we are more than happy to help you and we are more than happy to give you information on what you could be doing wrong or maybe you're not using the right treatment maybe the the products that you're using is in fact not actually good for you um but be reasonable when you expect uh results like i've mentioned this before if you come in and you have ton of acne on your face um and then you expect to just kind of put on a treatment and then do a chemical peel and then expect, okay, the next morning I'm going to wake up with perfectly clear, glowy skin. Well, you're wrong, guys. It's not a magic. It's There's no magic to it. It just takes work. You know, like a young girl or a young boy riding its bike, riding his bike or her bike for the first time when they're like, I don't know, five years old. What's the age that you start riding bikes? Six. I don't know. Um, 
if you're riding a bike for the first time, you're not going to become a full-blown professional dirt bike rider that's going to go off the mountains. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the same thing when it comes to skincare, okay? Although I might be like really, really off in my comparison, <laughs> but essentially it's the same thing, right? Like you cannot expect overnight results. Um, guys, also another thing trust your instincts if something doesn't feel right to you or you have a concern about certain treatment or product don't be afraid to speak up and seek a second option like your skin is important and it's worth taking the time to make sure you are receiving the best care possible if you are getting a treatment and it is hurting you speak up I know a lot of people, and like I've mentioned before, remember that client who came up to me and told me about her um, laser hair removal and ended up getting like second degree burns. Um, yeah, I mean we're gonna call her Julia because I don't want to. Exp- I I don't want to like, you know, whatever. Put her name out there. However. Um, we're just gonna call her Julia. Her her real name is not Julia, by the way. But um, Julia came to me, and when she told me this, um, she was telling me like in her gut, she just felt like something wasn't right. Like she knew laser hair removal was supposed to be to a certain degree painful. Um, and by the way, it's not painful, guys. It's just that it pinches a little. I'm gonna be honest. It does pinch a little, depending on where which area you're getting your laser hair removal so yes it does hurt but it should never burn like that and she just she didn't know so but her her instinct was like wait this doesn't feel right and you know what don't don't be afraid to stop an esthetician during the middle of a of a um service if you don't feel comfortable with it um so where was i finally let's talk about misleading or false claims now this is a horror story that can take many many forms from exaggerated or unrealistic promises about the results of a treatment to false or misleading information about the ingredients or effectiveness of a product i've heard of clients who have wasted money on treatments that didn't work or who have used products that were actually harmful to their skin um in order to avoid these types of horror stories it's important to be skeptical of exaggerated or unrealistic promises and to do your own research to verify the accuracy of the information don't be afraid like i said to ask questions or to seek the advice of medical professionals in case of doubts um or a master esthetician that you trust an esthetician that you feel comfortable with and if something seems too good to be true then it probably is in this industry that we live in um there is some okay guys i don't know if you've ever seen those videos those videos on tiktok i know you know what i'm talking about where it's like this Chinese person who's putting like 
this sort of product like a mask or something on the on the client's face and um that person has like blackheads on his nose and then all of a sudden all his blackheads clears and that they were actually exposed i don't know if you guys saw the video but that video got exposed for using like random black like i think it was like like little black seeds that they put on the person's nose to like replicate blackheads and then in that video they were like using this product to show how all of that blackheads just came off and now like all now their skin's like gorgeous or whatever see like that's just photoshop and that is just it sickens me that there is people that do stuff like this just to sell products you know um it's misleading it's not true it you know what it it definitely seemed too good to be true and it is because that was a fake video and it got exposed it was like all over tiktok um or that other video of like this person faking their acne and then all of a sudden they put like this cream on it and then whoop all the acne disappeared like guys it literally doesn't work like that there is no magic product that's gonna get rid of your acne in literally two seconds okay (laughs) oh there's another video my friend shared it to me actually the other day i was like scrolling through instagram and she sent me this video of this this i don't know it was like a company i think in asia as well um they were i don't know what the product was i didn't even bother to look but the person had like a sort of um beauty mark or a mole on their face and by putting that cream for like five seconds you were able to remove the beauty mark completely or the mole completely and i was like oh my god this is so bs like i literally don't understand how people can fall for stuff like this um again if it seems too good to be true then it probably is guys (laughs) Anyway, so in conclusion, I hope these tips have help, have been helpful to you in avoiding esthetician horror stories. Remember, it's always better to be proactive and informed when seeking esthetician services. Do your own research, ask questions, ask your friends and family for advice, you know, and don't be afraid to seek the advice of trusted medical professionals or estheticians that you truly, truly um believe in (laughs) sorry i just had like a i had a brain fart moment and if you have any concerns you can always dm your estheticians that you trust you guys can even email me like i said if ever you have any advice or concerns or questions about a certain topic in the skincare industry about anything that has to do with estheticians you guys are so feel free to talk to me i will be opening up an instagram account very very soon where i will be posting more about all of the information that i have been giving you guys And there's going to be a lot of other things, so stay tuned for that. If you guys have any horror stories of your own, I encourage you to share them. It's always good to learn from others' experiences, and I I encourage you guys to share it on here. Share it to your friends, to your family. Share it to your friends, to your family. At the end, you can have a little good laugh.
<laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Esthetician Hub. I'm your host, Vanessa, licensed medical esthetician once again. And if you guys enjoyed today's podcast, don't forget to leave us a review and don't forget to tune into our next episode. Until then, take care of your skin and stay safe.